0: This is Super Producer Iman, aka Raja Baba, and you're listening to the Unique Therapy 2 podcast with your hosts, Meg Watt and Tony Brooks.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Meg Watt, your favorite therapy patient. And I'm Detroit's bad girl, Tony Brooks. This show is for those who may not be ready to go to therapy but have questions. We also offer support and continued motivation for those who have already started their journey. We'll talk about some of my therapy experiences over the last decade. And we'll talk
2: about my journey to achieve hashtag relationship goals. Therapy fans will join us to share benefits and lessons learned. Let's grow the community of patients standing in their truth and ready to master their happiness.
1: Hey, everybody. It's your favorite therapy patient, Meg, here. What's up?
2: Uh, Tony Brooks is here.
1: What's up, Tony
2: Brooks? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Why are you going
1: to come into the mic with that deep sigh? What's uh, up? Get, uh,
2: what you been up to? Well, you know, just a day in the life of Tony Brooks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a day in the life. That's a, like a real thing, people. I don't know, uh, to the folks listening in, Tony Brooks shares her life from time to time with the world and has, that's what she calls it, a day in the life. And it is always hilarious to yeah, me. Definitely. <laughs> what's 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 new?
2: Um... Well, day party started, so that's today. I worked this morning, came straight to podcast, got to go to Belleville because my little sister uh, graduated from high school yesterday, and then I got to get downtown okay. all before 6.30.
1: Okay, so you, <laughs> before 6.30, okay, so you're going to be late everywhere <laughs> today. You're going to be like, whoever's listening, Tony <laughs> Brooks is going to be late. Just want to let you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, so I, like, this last week has been pretty, eventful so when the listeners hear this it's going to be really old but i had the privilege of being a model uh last week on the news i was on the news the detroit news um and not for anything bad which Mm is rare with the detroit news you guys need to really get it together i'm just (laughs) gonna put that out there all that negativity is not good it's quite triggering for us right um, but we won't get into that uh (laughs) so that was fun and then um i saw this movie the intruder have you heard of that yeah with megan good and uh michael ely and um the other guy that i don't i can't remember his name okay okay i don't remember but you know how i'm always saying like mental health is everywhere Uh like the way that i'm able to watch scary movies now is by identifying the mental illness in the movie that that's what helps me that has to be boring (laughs) You just no, messed up the whole thing. No, Tony Brooks, that's what allows me to not be afraid. I'm like, oh, he's a psychopath. That's why he's behaving that way. I'm not like, oh, my God, he's scaring
2: me. So when Freddy's <laughs> on, you're like, oh, he's
1: fictional. Yeah, no, I would, probably would never watch that one. I um, <laughs> probably would never watch that one. <laughs> but like if it's a movie that has like a scary, like Us, you know, you remember that movie, Jordan yeah. Peele's Us.
2: Is that scary or suspense, though?
1: It's it's scary. Oh, okay. But I, I have to come up with this context in my mind in order to get through it. But anyway, so that that movie was interesting. Um, but it the one thing that stood out and I, I think is, is pertinent today because we're going to get into relationships. Mm-hmm. Some more folks, our favorite topics, one of our favorite topics. But one of the things that stood out in that movie to me is the relationship between Megan Good and Michael Ely, husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time throughout the movie, the husband just doesn't get a good feeling about this guy. And he's like, "Mm, are you sure you want this house? Are you sure you want to do this? And the wife, yeah, let's do it. We should do it. We should do it. And she's just totally oblivious to so much. Right. And I just like what I took from that is, first of all, I saw myself a little bit. Sometimes I can be like, yes, yes, yes. And my husband is very cautious Mm -hmm. with every decision. So it really like, man, I need to start listening a little bit more and like really consider everything right. and not just my temporary happiness. Okay. So it was a, it was an interesting story, but uh, I went to go see that with my mom Nice. I'm spending a lot of time with her. How's hopefully, she doing? Hopefully she's, she's recovering quite well. Okay, she had good. shoulder surgery not too long ago and she starts physical therapy this week. So nice. I'm going to be her chauffeur. So. Tony Brooks, you ready to get into this icebreaker? Definitely. Guest? you want to yeah. introduce? We yeah. have a guest yeah. today.
2: We do have Oscar in with us today and uh from what I know, you are new to the therapy game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I don't do therapy at all. You know, okay. I do anger management. <laughs> okay. But the judge it was all on the judge. I get it. So I order? You know, I <laughs> I mean, I love that you guys are <laughs> all me, Rick- the way into it <laughs> but I haven't made it there yet <laughs> um, and, the unless point. we count the music therapy as Megan will yes. always say oh
1: that's therapy too she uses a lot of therapy so, modalities. she just doesn't see a therapist mm-hmm. which yeah. is fine I mean we want people who are anywhere in that journey right whatever you use to soothe and heal right so, right. so right. Oscar during uh,
2: this therapy journey of yours have you learned any significant things about yourself
0: uh, yeah, I actually learned a lot, um, that for one, I can be a lot more patient than I used to be. Okay. Know? Um, I used to address everything with anger, you know, that was my first go-to, you know, it was, you know, I was being, you know, I felt like people were telling me about myself and I'm like, I know myself. Why? Why? why
1: you, <laughs> I know myself. Yeah. You
0: can't come at me like that. I know me, you know, right, but Right. You know, after, you know, going to therapy, I started realizing that, you know, yes, it's it's me. You know, I'm not trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm okay. just thinking about myself and just defending myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. henceforth, I'm in defense, period. I'm walking around just with a shield up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Defense mode. Ooh, we all know a lot of people like that. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> just angry like mm-hmm. just walking around angry
0: just waiting for something to happen right you know, you know so they can defend themselves you know and a lot of people vocalize that as well you know oh if this were to happen to me oh I'm quick to do this so I'm yeah, gonna do that right, they don't right, wanna right. mess with me cause yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be like this yeah you know whereas you don't think like you don't take a step back just to be like <laughs> Maybe I feel like this because I did this. Let me let me just address this and see where they're coming from. Right?
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. It is hilarious because Tony Brooks is like, "Dang, does he know me?" Yeah, happening (laughs) right now. You know. (laughs) I'm That's not, not
2: based off what I just heard from you. I'm not as bad, though, as, you know, no, not as bad because I don't want to get in trouble anymore. Like, yeah. So it's like, okay, before you slap this mother, uh-huh. you know, think about what could possibly happen yeah. if you don't try to you got, bring it down. Well, it ain't even just consequences.
0: It's, you yeah. know, I'm thinking like, you know, maybe I did do something to make this person mad. Let me let me
2: ask at least. Oh, no, what? I don't ever do nothing wrong, Oscar. Now, let's just speak <laughs> oh, about that.
1: Okay. them shields man (laughs) yes yes that is correct (laughs) but I
2: will say that I am okay with apologizing when I've done something wrong like I don't deny it (laughs) but it'll be like I know when I did something wrong because I probably intentionally did it on purpose. So once yeah. you catch on that I did something wrong to you intentionally, oh then I'll God. go, you know what, my bad about that. I probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah. Natural reaction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: that's kind of like an abusive cycle, Tony Brooks. You <laughs> know when you smack the shit out of somebody and then you apologize the next day. Yeah. Because by about... now
0: that person's looking at you like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh...
1: <laughs> Sorry, what? Sorry. But, <laughs> but I do want to talk about that defense, uh, the defense mechanism that you had up. And a lot of people have this up like where do you think yours came from
0: mine honestly and as and this has been a big topic for a long time for a lot of people and i see it in the media and everything is bullying it it, mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. started from middle school you know i came up Wow. um i just came up it, it it just was weird because i never was the type of person to mess with somebody right you know i wasn't the bully i wasn't the person picking on people but i was the one who was considered weak who The one who got picked picked on, Uh you know, they picked on me. And so over time, I just developed like that shield that, you know, that hardening, because I'm like, you know, if they're going to pick on me, then I'm, you know, I got to defend myself. I can't just sit here and take it, you know. Right. But, you know, over time, I just didn't realize that. It was just doing so much more damage, you know, just putting up that shield instead of just addressing the person like, you know what, this is how you're making me feel and I really don't appreciate it. Right. You know? Right, right,
1: right. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> addressing them.
0: Yeah. It wasn't even, a, you know, it wasn't about addressing it. It was just, you know, I that was my mechanism. It was like, you got to either be hard mm-hmm. and take it, and you know, or you're going to just be messed with for the rest of your life instead of it not realizing until I got older, there's a, another way to go about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That story is, like, so common. Like, there's so many people. Like, I was bullied.
0: I was, too. Tony
1: Brooks was bullied, too. Bullying is real.
0: You know, that's why, you know, I've seen a lot of the ads and, you know, I see a lot of people online. Like, you know, like, uh, when they said, you know, stop the bullying, you know, that campaign was around. You don't see it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. But when that campaign was going on, I felt it. It was a heartfelt thing because... I was there. Yeah. I was that child. I was the person who came home and cried and things yeah. like that. It felt like I didn't have friends or anything, and it made me question myself. What What am
1: I doing? Yeah. What am, am I doing? I, yeah. I, I did ride a mess up. What's I, wrong I, yeah. with me? Yeah.
0: You know, yeah, I yeah. had my little set of friends and everything like that, but it still wasn't enough. What the rest of the world, the rest of the class, everybody. Why are you coming down on me like this?
1: Right. Right. Okay.
2: You know. Yeah. Dang. I like that. Yes. That's tough. Uh. So, do you think that? Um, Do you think that everyone should see a therapist or is it just your own personal thing that I mean, because Megan is adamant about everybody seeing a therapist, (laughs) right? Like you need therapy, you need therapy (laughs) and you need it too. And also you. Hence the name of the company. Um, You need therapy too. (laughs) Do you think that, you know, some people just don't like to talk to people. I mean, maybe they can use the therapy vices that you all have as opposed to actually going in and talking to someone. Um,
0: just, I feel like this, um, at one point I was just like everybody else, your average person. I didn't think therapy did anything for anybody really. Mm -hmm. I thought therapy was for people who, you know, just really couldn't get it together. You might've been crazy, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of people think like that. Well, now that I've actually started, I do believe that everybody needs to see a therapist. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Because everybody is repressing something. Okay. Everybody's yeah. repressing something. And no one, you know, no one is perfect. Everyone has had some kind of trauma, something that happened to them that they don't think is a really big, you know, big deal. Right. Yeah. But it really is. Yeah. And it's because you're, and the reason why you don't think it's a big deal is because you went, based off your natural reaction, you're just... You're responding the best way you know how, yeah. instead of responding the way you should. Yeah, or okay. you're so used yeah. to
1: responding, mm-hmm. you're just like, "Oh yeah, so and so died. It is what it is." Mm-hmm. Like, "Oh yeah, I got into a car accident. It is what it is." Mm. Yeah,
0: and uh, I want to say, as a you know, a black man. Yes. As a black man, speak f- on it fir- first. of all, when I went to therapy, my very first session, mm-hmm. it was a young lady coming out. She looked at me and she smiled, and you know, as reaction, I smiled back, and I'm thinking in my head, like. Is everything all right? right. <laughs> Is not on Because me? I mean, in Detroit, people I'm, don't speak. Yeah, like, no, no. I, I'm married now. Come on. But that's a different story. Anyway, she just, so, you know, I spoke. I said, how you doing? And yeah. she just said, you know what? I'm really impressed because I don't see a lot of black men in here.
1: Yeah. She's okay. like,
0: I don't see a lot of black men in here because, you know, as black men, you know, What's the number one thing we used to doing when, you know, We
1: self-medicate.
0: Up, we got to be hard. We, we got to be mm-hmm. hard. We got to be hard, emotionless. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but deep down, you know, you crying. You, you know, something in you, you know, something is wrong and you need to talk about it. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever, whatever the case is, everybody's need to talk about something. Right. Well, like you asked me earlier, you, you know, well, like you said earlier, you know, there's a lot of people who don't like to talk to people because right. you don't like to talk. Don't mean that you shouldn't.
1: Okay. Ooh. You you
0: everybody needs to talk about something because everybody has things repressed. And like I said, as a black man that, you know, I see it on, you know, social media and things. It really kind of upsets me now, especially when I see it, you know, a lot of women, you know, women will berate a man, you know, you oh, you know, I did this wrong, but he, you know, <laughs> you know, but he got to get over it. You know what I'm saying? Be a man. Oh, Stop crying yeah. about it. Right, I feel probably, that. You can't do that. Don't do that because. Yeah. You're you sending know,
1: them back into that shell.
0: Yeah. You, you want somebody to, you know, express their emotions. You want somebody to I come to you and tell you that, that something is wrong. Right.
1: Yeah. That's to what we do though as women. Emotions. You know, yeah. on one hand we be like. He got to be strong. He got to be tough. He better have it together. And then on the other hand, we'd be like, I wonder why he don't say nothing to me. He but I share think, but nothing. you can be strong, But he can
2: be strong <laughs> and have it together. And I think they need to be comfortable, too. Doing both. In, with themselves. Yeah, because mm. a lot of times the guys don't want to yeah. talk regardless of what the woman has said to them. Right. They just don't talk because they're men and men I've, don't talk.
0: I've said this <laughs> before and I've mentioned it to my wife. I didn't say it angrily or anything, but I've said it because to me it makes sense. As women, you know, you want a nice, uh, a strong man. You want somebody to be, you know, forceful, protective, you know, the whole
1: nine. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, in my opinion, it's like, as women, you can't want a husband to be all that when his best convenience is you.
1: Ooh. Okay.
0: You know, if that makes sense, you Mm -hmm. know, you you can't want me to be strong and forceful to the rest of the world and then, you know, and and lay out my feelings and things to the rest of the world. And then when you mess up or something like that, I'm supposed to just deal with it, you know, because you don't want to admit that you were wrong. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm your husband or boyfriend, whichever it is, you know, mm-hmm. you got to take me all the way around. Yeah. You can't sit there and, you know, you know, it's, oh, it conveniences me when he does it to everybody else because it's not coming towards me. But when it comes towards me, now it's a problem.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So this whole, like, I mean, Oscar, I just have to say, because I know Oscar. and <laughs> That you do. <laughs> I, I, I know Oscar pre-therapy. Okay. And I'm getting a taste post therapy and I'm smiling right now. Like this is the smile that I have when people get it, when they just start to see like your happiness is waiting, your happiness, Mm -hmm. not mine. I'm not trying to sell it. I'm already happy myself because I've put in the work thousands and thousands of dollars and years and doing this, but (laughs) I want this for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you are appealing to that black man who thinks he has it together, but really is hurting inside, really can benefit from just letting it all out somewhere. Yeah. Like, what do you find yourself like talking to people now? Like, hey, bro, man, you probably need to just go ahead and talk to somebody, man. You oh, man. Need- I <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've even offered my therapist. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, God. this is you know, she does great jobs, you know, does a great job. You know, she's understanding. She listens. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we need it. As black men, we need it. Cause I mean, we deal with the world differently from other, you know, absolutely. We deal with things differently. So you 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 know, you can't sit back and and just go the rest of your life unhappy, you know. You can't just sit back angry. Yeah, and angry, because that's exactly what it is. At the end of the day, it boils down to it's anger. Yeah. You know, it's anger, frustration, everything. I hear it all in the music, you know, and and it's in the music and that's really where it comes from the music you want to imitate what you hear, and you think that's the way to go about it. And it's like no, you don't ever really hear nobody in the rap game because it's not cool, honestly. The rap game or anything on the radio talking about something. Yeah, you know, I'm in therapy. It's helpful, right? Da da da, not, right. you know, I want you to go to therapy too. Yada yada yada. Trap, you know, trap to go to therapy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you ain't nobody doing that, man. You know, because it's not, you know, it's making no cool. money, but yeah, it could it could honestly save a life. It could stop somebody, you know.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, was it Taraji P. Was just talking about the suicide rate. Kids these days. And, and it's connected oh, to mental illness.
0: I got a son. I i have a son, you know, he's seven, he's growing up, you know, and he goes to a school, you know, is multiracial. Sure. And he's already at seven years old dealt with a student, came up to him, uh, you're the blackest kid I ever seen. Oh my God. And, you know, he came home with that. And it, of course, his parents, it upset us. You know, we yeah. were, you know, pissed. Right. But you know, and when we went and talked to the teacher about it and everything like that, you know, the number one thing they were going to do. Oh, we dealt with it. We, you know, it, to me, it got brushed under the rug. It's like, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh-huh. You don't understand how damaging that is because, yep. you know, they thought it was just over with. Right. But he brought it up more than one time after that. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a traumatic event for a child.
0: Exactly. I mean, I know I can't protect him from the world. You know, sure. things are going to happen. I get that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But. Seven. Yeah, seven years old. And as parents, you have to really pay attention to that kind of stuff. Right. You can't just, you know, especially I hate it nowadays, you know, you just sit a tablet or a game in front of them and and think the problem is over. That's it. No, you Mm -hmm. have to pay attention to your children. You have to. Yeah.
1: That's so real, Oscar. Like, even that, that, like, like, that's just a whole other conversation. Like, now, whatever confidence that your son had in his skin color, in his blackness, Mm -hmm. it was shot down. Yeah. So now you're at zero. You got to restart yeah. to build up that confidence. Oh, I
0: tell them all the time, you know, you're important. You know, you're important. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be something in this world. You know, there's nothing wrong with your skin color. Your hair is, you know, that's you know, a whole nother situation. <laughs> <laughs> about, about, you know, <laughs> kids and their hair, man. Oh, um, my God. I don't even got to do it. But I'll be looking at my wife like, man, I don't understand. Let's just get some clippers and get it over with. We <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. got know, the braids these days. Yeah, so. you know. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny.
2: So so you think your homeboy is going to be clowning you?
0: No, not at all. I actually got oh, a okay. uh, couple of homeboys in therapy, you know, oh, okay. uh, who actually talked to me, you know, about getting into therapy, you know. And at first, you know, you hear it, but you're just like, oh, OK, you know, and just go about what you're doing next.
1: Yeah, it, I, I've been talking to you about it at least for yeah. what, since I've known you. Yeah, I mean. for a while,
0: you know. <laughs> you know you've been on me about it and finally you know when i was like let me let me just buckle down and go and do it you know there's nothing embarrassing about it let me just go and see what this is about and ever since then i mean it's life changing i mean it's life changing it makes you realize some things that you would have never thought about Mm -hmm. until you actually sat down with somebody else who you don't know yeah who you know can actually you know pinpoint this is where your pain's coming from. Right. This is what your pain comes from. Talk to me. Let's talk about it. Ain't that yeah. what they say nowadays? Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. it. Let's right. talk about it.
1: Yeah. So you know. what was the actual, like, turning point? Like, what was the thing that she was like, okay, let me pick up this phone right now and make a call?
0: Um, my issues stem from uh, the issues I was having with my wife.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and you know, I know you guys want to talk about relationships and everything. Um,
1: yeah, go ahead and pivot right into it. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't want to jump ahead of schedule, but <laughs> no, you
1: could.
0: So, yeah, uh, my issue was with my wife. You know, we were going through it for at least over a year. You know, we got married. We've only been married, granted, like two years. You uh-huh. know, anniversary next week. You know,
1: hey. Hey. And, uh, you know. congratulations! But,
0: I, <laughs> but uh, you know. When she would say certain things to me, at some point, everything would be generated in my mind is negative. Mm. And so when you get something generated in your mind is negative, what's the number one reaction that you do? You respond negatively. right? Yeah. So back, we knew something was wrong, but going back and forth, you know, because it, yeah, immediately you knew no matter what they said, it was going to be negative. That was just the thought process. So you were just going to respond negatively no matter what you tried to do. So, you know, and it was so bad, you know, it got so, so bad to a point, you know, divorce was being thrown out there and different wow. things like that. Yeah, it was it was really bad. You know, and it can get really toxic if you don't do something about it. Right. And so I realized that, you know, and actually, I believe I was talking to you, Megan, you know, you made me realize something that, you know, how she grew up, you know, how her family is and stuff like that, which at one point I thought, you know, that's your family. That's not you. Mm-hmm. you know yeah
1: like they're separate somehow. yeah it's, right. it's a
0: separation <laughs> but then I had to realize like no. it, it's not until I got into therapy and I started talking to my therapist and she's like she pinpointed my issue which I realized it was bullying you know so I realized that it was I was still repressing that and I was acting off those feelings and so I was defensive all the time and so now mm-hmm you know, try to get past that. Try to, you know, actually see where she's coming from. Like, take a look at where she was raised and how she was treated when she was coming up. Maybe, you know, that's where your conflict is. Okay. And so ever since then, you know, I, you know, whenever we speak to each other, I always try to think about, you know, or make a decision. I try to think about where she's coming from and, you know, and how she was raised and what, you know, how they would have done it and everything. And so, instead of me getting upset or angry, I just, you know, you seek to I, 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 understand. I understand. Yep. There that's it like is. a
1: number one communication principle, like seek to understand, yeah, and not
0: respond. And that's the number one thing. Communication. It made me realize like, you know, talk, you know, just, just talk it out. Yeah. All that screaming yeah. and hollering. And you have to think because, you know, uh, some of the best advice that I got from somebody was when at some point when you get to fussing and fighting, it's less about trying to understand each other and more about who's going to win. Yeah. Right? right. And I was like, when when that came to me, I was like, you know what? You are absolute
1: Dog, and I know so many <laughs> couples, yeah. this is how they communicate. It's literally a battle. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired just listening to these people. And right. I'm just like, guys, you're not getting anywhere right now. Cause mm-hmm. somebody is trying to be right. Right. But it's not a competition. Yep. We're trying to get to an understanding. Yeah. And, not a win. Yeah, right? That, right?
0: Absolutely. And that's what it is. You know, it's it's all about just understanding and open communication, you know. And you, you got to listen. It You have to listen to the other person. Listen. Open your ears and your mind and just let it in. Because, yeah. you know, you gotta think about it. You want them to listen to you. You want them to hear where you're know you coming from and stuff like that. You want them to understand your feelings and how, you know, you feel. But then after that, you know, if you don't think it goes the opposite way, you're going to run into a huge problem. Yes. Right. yes. You know?
1: yes. Right. <laughs> Man, Oscar, you... <laughs> I don't even know. We done covered about 50 million topics uh, between (laughs) parenting and marriage and (laughs) all kinds of racial issues with the kid. And so, yeah, yeah, this is like this is some good stuff. Like I got to we might even have to have you back for a specific topic. But I know you got another journey that you're working on. And you're gonna start a YouTube page. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. Um, right now, uh, it's in the works. Um, it's pretty much called uh, uh I'm working on the title, excuse me. It's either uh, I promote beard, you know, uh beards and men's okay. health and uh-huh. everything because uh coming up, I don't know if y'all can tell, you know, nobody can tell right now and that's being recorded, but I'm bald. I ain't got no hair on my head, okay? Uh-huh. So the best
1: thing <laughs> Let me see tip it off a little bit. Just tip, tip it, it off?
0: off. Okay, okay. See, I'm see shining right okay. now. I'm shining right now, okay?
1: Shining, shining, shining.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I started growing out my facial hair about a few years back. Okay. And so, um, uh I what happened was and back in two thousand fourteen, uh I was it wasn't no beard products or anything around, so I started you know, trying to wash my facial hair and things like that with products that go on your head or okay. things like that. You know, right. head and shoulders, all that stuff don't work.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so my, you know, beer is falling out. I was eating bad. You know, I wasn't hydrating. I drank like juice and pop all the time, things like that. Dang. Well, uh, I actually have a picture here too. I was, I realized not too long ago, like, I need to do a lifestyle change. Okay, mm-hmm. And so I started picking up products that wasn't over the shelf, you know, no you know, hate on the over the, you know, people that buy stuff over the shelf, but, you know, some are good, you know, just depends on your body and how it takes it. Sure. You know, I, you know, I do invest in black businesses and I go to people who are actually, you know, making their own. Okay. So I started using beer products, started hydrating myself. I started, uh, I started eating better. I cut out sugars and everything like that. And since then, and I didn't start taking multivitamins. Okay. okay. And since then... I mean, I feel ten times better. I've seen, Man. I've seen growth in my facial hair, and some on top. actually, you know, but yeah. I cut it off and past that. Yeah, but and I <laughs> saw that
1: that picture yeah. from twenty fourteen. It's like yeah, day and night.
0: Yeah, I can, you know, as a matter from fact, I, the I beard
1: can. to the skin texture, like it's just totally clear.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tony Brooks. I'm
1: oh, looking at Tony Brooks' yeah, it's face. It's it's so smooth and clear. She so don't need that. That's two thousand fourteen. Marks, uh, oh, marks yeah. on the face,
0: stringy beard. Now, if you slide over, this was last week. Oh! Oh! Wow! Yeah,
1: you can definitely see right. See yeah, the yeah. the progress.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I just I'm just every average person, like everyday average person, like everybody else. You know, yeah. the other black man out here. You know, and I just want people to follow my journey and hopefully teach and help some people along the way. Of course. You know, so it's going to be called and it's coming uh probably later on this summer, maybe around like uh beginning of August. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called uh Beard Sagas or Beard oh, Chronicles, yeah. you know, just Beard Chronicles. Ooh, yeah. And I, I like want Beard
1: Chronicles. Yeah, I mean, like, not that it's my district. Sorry. I no, 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 no. I, <laughs> I definitely take
0: in. I definitely take in everybody's advice. But uh I just want. Men and you know women. If you so choose to, you know, it's not. It's more than just about facial hair and everything. You know, just right. I'm also gonna add therapy into it. You know, because a lot of things that people don't understand with hair loss and
1: and, yes. and, and
0: you know, hair loss and you know, weight gain and things like that, it stems from stress. Yes, and it stems yeah. from stress, stress because when depression,
1: you stre- anxiety, Because yeah. Yeah,
0: when you stress out, what's one of the main things you do? You, you eat. eat. You know, yeah. you eat. do you care what you eat? No, no, not really. You just want to eat what tastes good. Take the pain away. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's real, Oscar. That's you know. a good. Oh, that'll be good. You We're going to have to post the uh, the YouTube page link in the show notes. Yeah, okay. I appreciate
0: it. You know, get it out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let me let me move on to Meg's therapy pick. So you guys know every week uh, Meg's therapy pick is a segment where we talk about a different therapy modality that either I've tried or someone else has tried and they want me to um, speak about on the podcast. So... This week's therapy pick is float therapy, float therapy. So for those of you who have not heard of float therapy, um, it has been. Do you have information on this, Tony Brooks?
2: Uh, I actually didn't find much except for that you're in an enclosed pod of some sort. Yes. Floating to get the ultimate relaxation.
1: Yeah. So basically like you lay in in a bathing suit. It's a 40,000 gallon tank full of salt, magnesium water. And you're just inside of this room. You can close the pod or you can leave it open but it's total sensory deprivation. So you can't see anything, you can't hear, smell, touch, whatever really? whatever. Yeah. Like I can't always think of the five senses, but they're all gone in that place. Right. So <laughs> so what it does is reduces your heart rate number one cuz you're just calming to the breath. You're just focused on your breath the whole time. There's meditation music playing if you mm-hmm. want, but you can turn it off if you like. And so you just close your eyes and just focus on your breath. Like they tell you, just try to focus on your breath instead of letting your mind wander. Okay. But if your mind does wander, it's okay. Just bring it back to focusing on your breath. When I tell you, girl, I got out this float pool. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt like I had just done 10 yoga sessions. I was so relaxed but I wasn't tired, you That's know what awesome. I mean? That's amazing. You feel just like, it reduces stress, your anxiety, it reduces pain. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's like so many different medical needs. Remember, we're not medical, we're just patients. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it has so many benefits. And I picked flow therapy because um, I went to this one place in uh, Farmington Hills and I'm going to another one. That's also in Farmington Hills. So I'm going to check out both of those, but hopefully um, they can sponsor an episode soon. So that's my therapy pick of the day, of the week. Nice. Yeah. What you got for us? So
2: let's talk about some family relationships. Okay. You know, they can get kind of messy. Oh boy. So, (laughs) man, (laughs) my stepfather feels as though I should reach out. To my uncle who, you know, has been on bed rest. He had a stroke maybe last year or something. And so I don't want to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's not speaking anymore. So my stepdad's like, you know, you need to reach out to him. So I was like, well, do I? We were having conversations before he had the stroke.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Mm. Um, it's not even in the front of my mind to even attempt to reach out Okay, this is why. Because I felt like they did something to my sister, right, that was uncalled for. Like she's not the type of person that they were trying to portray her as mm. in this scenario. And so I was like, well, you know, if that was me, then maybe. It might have been malicious, you know. I can get kind of petty, you know, but my <laughs> sister's not like that at all. Yeah. Um. But in in hindsight, you guys did the exact same thing to me personally that she did to the cousin. You know that I mean, you guys—it's the exact same situation, just two different people. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many, so how you much guys time are, apart? Uh. Pfft. Well, the the one incident was with Jasmine's wedding and the incident was maybe a few months before Jasmine's wedding. So it was about invitations. Okay. You know, oh, okay. you sent the invitation over here to my mom's. I don't live there. And then- Uh, And then what I was referring it to was, well, you guys invite me all the time to the wave pool through my mother. So what is the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I'm never there. Oh, we just assume your mom was going to let you know. Well, the last five times I haven't been there should have let you know that my mother isn't relaying the information. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Maybe not because she's not trying to relay it. She might've forgotten, you know, anything could happen. Yeah. But you guys are upset because my sister invited someone through someone else, but that's exactly what you all are doing. I see. Yeah. Yeah, So so they're just
1: unable to see that they are doing doing that that reflection. That Yeah. It's
2: the same thing. Okay. And so (laughs) my stepdad wants me to reach out and do all of this additionals, but I'm not the additional person. Like that's just not something that I would do. I mean, you had an opportunity to maybe reconcile the situation, but I feel like as the older person, um you probably should have said hello to me yeah mm-hmm. yeah. it wasn't like I was in the room first you know it wasn't like I entered the room if I would have entered the room then maybe I would be like hey Audrey, what's going on you know but you entered the room and you don't speak to me I didn't even do anything to you actually
1: yeah
2: so it's all trickling down onto me and now I need to be the bigger person and reach out and I'm just not going to do that
1: yeah so being the bigger person is very difficult. It is,
2: and uh, and you know, a lot of people don't ever want to be the bigger person. <laughs> I don't mind being the bigger person. It definitely, but I'm practice. not gonna do it all the time. Yeah, I, I yeah. and you know, I've been working on this for a long time in being the
1: bigger person. Yeah.
2: Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose,
1: mm-hmm. but I
2: do try.
1: But I'm not gonna do it all the time. Yeah, this is actually a constant topic that comes up with my therapist because I I get emotional in therapy when I think about all the times I'm the bigger person and never get it reciprocated. Yes, (laughs) exactly. I'm so sick and tired
2: of being the The bigger bigger person.
1: (laughs) Right, because it's like, why
2: am I doing it? Like, for what? (laughs) I mean, this is continuously going on and I'm going to always be the bigger person. No, I'm not going to do that
1: yeah mm. so it's tough.
0: it gets tiring it does it, it gets it is very tiring you know you you know i it, with me you know you. it's one of those things where you know people say something to you and you know you just turn the other cheek like they tell you to do yeah you know, right. turn the other cheek and exactly. you do that and, and you, you do that Yes. But then at some point you just grit you start to grit your teeth like you have no idea.
1: Yeah. Just no. How idea many how
0: times
2: I, I've turned you know, my I can, cheek.
0: I can respond and, you know, to you and and put your business out there and
2: all right. stuff like
0: that. But you don't do it because, you know, that's you try to be the bigger person, as you say. Exactly. But
2: yeah. Consider so the circumstances. I think too. that for yeah. this week we will all ch- at least have one opportunity when it's presented to you to be the bigger person oh, just one time this week That's so good. i'm not gonna throw it out there too far <laughs> let's just go for one to start <laughs> baby steps huh this, yes and as the time progresses we'll see if anybody got to two or three okay. but let's start with one for this week Megan.
1: okay all right i like that yes. that was tony brooks with hashtag relationship goes i'm meg white your favorite therapy patient and i'm detroit's bad girl tony
2: brooks you think you've got it together but you need therapy too